Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest hey, it's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. Uh, May, right? Yeah, we're still in May. <laughs> May 9th? I know this is a long song, but we haven't gotten through May yet. Nope, May it's 10th. It's May 10th. You're May 10th. On, you're on the wrong let me, day. Let me change the calendar here. This <laughs> is why we listen to Text Talk. we got to keep our day straight. <laughs> that's right. That's right. How would you know what day it is? Thank you, Text gotta, Talk. Got to start the day reading the Word, having a little devotional together, and we know many people are joining us today. We're going to be looking at Psalm 89. The third longest psalm in the entire book. I'm going to go out on a limb today. I'm going to do something that I didn't think I would ever do, you're honestly. Gonna, you're, going to, you're going to shake it up for us today? I'm going to shake it up. Yeah? I recently read an explanation from Eugene Peterson about why he put together the message. His own paraphrase his, of the Bible. His own paraphrase of the Bible. He said that he initially only planned to do the Psalms. Really? And his reason for doing the Psalms was because... Even though the Psalms have been prayed by those who call themselves Christians for hundreds of years, he said he noticed that very few people were praying the Psalms today. And he thought that the reason for that was because of how archaic, antiquated the language and the pictures were, and he wanted to put it in a more accessible language with pictures that would be like, okay, this is the way we would say these same kinds of things today. So that's his paraphrase. And honestly, I just thought, you know what? I probably should get off my high horse because I've been willing to read paraphrases from other people who I know and like. So let maybe let's just try this. And so I thought today we would try it. Now I, you know, sometimes they do this on YouTube where it's like a very first. Yeah. Have you have you pre-read this one? <laughs> no, or I, I haven't. It's we, pretty fresh. It's fresh. So so we're gonna get to do the whole like initial read. Yeah, you want to turn your camera on? Maybe we'll. This is well. Yeah. This is exciting. I'll yeah. be I'll be yeah. listening yeah. closely. <laughs> okay, here we go. All right, Psalm eighty nine. From Eugene Peterson's The Message. An Ethan prayer. Your love, God, is my song, and I'll sing it. I'm forever telling everyone how faithful you are. I'll never quit telling the story of your love, how you built the cosmos and guaranteed everything in it. Your love has always been our lives' foundation. Your fidelity has been the roof over our world. You once said, I joined forces with my chosen leader. I pledged my word to my servant David, saying, Everyone descending from you is guaranteed life. I'll make your rule as solid and lasting as a rock. God, let the cosmos praise your wonderful ways. The choir of holy angels sing anthems to your faithful ways. Search high and low, scan skies and land. You'll find nothing and no one quite like God. The holy angels are in awe before him. He looms immense and august over everyone around him. God of the angel armies, who is like you, powerful and faithful from every angle. You put the arrogant ocean in its place and calm its waves when they turn unruly. You gave that old hag Egypt the back of your hand. You brushed off your enemies with a flick of your wrist. You own the cosmos. You made everything in it, everything from Adam to Archangel. You positioned the North and South Poles, the mountains Tabor and Hermon sing duets to you. With your well-muscled arm and your grip of steel, nobody trifles with you. The right and justice are the roots of your rule. Love and truth are its fruits. Blessed are the people who know the passwords of praise, who shout on parade in the bright presence of God. Delighted, they dance all day long. They know who you are, what you do. They can't keep it quiet. Your vibrant beauty has gotten inside us. You've been so good to us. We're walking on air. All we are and have we owe to God, holy God of Israel, our King. 
A long time ago, you spoke in a vision. You spoke to your faithful beloved. I've crowned a hero. I chose the best I could find. I found David, my servant, poured holy oil on his head. And I'll keep my hand steadily on him. Yes, I'll stick with him through thick and thin. No enemy will get the best of him. No scoundrel will do him in. I'll weed out all who oppose him. I'll clean out all who hate him. I'm with him for good, and I'll love him forever. I've set him on high. He's riding high. I've put ocean on his right hand, river in the other. He'll call out, oh, my father, my God, my rock of salvation. Yes, I'm setting him apart as the first of the royal line, high king over all the earth's kings. I'll preserve him eternally in my love. I'll faithfully do all I so solemnly promised. I'll guarantee his family tree and underwrite his rule. If his children refuse to do what I tell them, if they refuse to walk in the way I show them, if they spit on the directions I give them and tear up the rules I post for them, I'll rub their faces in the dirt of their rebellion and make them face the music. But I'll never throw them out, never abandon or disown them. Do you think I'd withdraw my holy promise or take back words I'd already spoken? I've given my word, my whole and holy word. Do you think I would lie to David? His family tree is here for good. His sovereignty is sure as the sun, dependable as the phases of the moon, inescapable as weather. But God, you did walk off and leave us. You lost your temper with the one you anointed. You tore up the promise you made to your servant. You stomped his crown in the mud. You blasted his home to kingdom come, reduced his city to a pile of rubble, picked clean by wayfaring strangers, a joke to all the neighbors. You declared a holiday for all his enemies, and they're celebrating for all their worth. Angry, you opposed him in battle, refused to fight on his side. You robbed him of his splendor, humiliated this warrior, ground his kingly honor in the dirt. You took the best years of his life and left him an impotent, ruined husk. How long do we put up with this, God? Are you gone for good? Will you hold this grudge forever? Remember my sorrow and how short life is. Did you create men and women for nothing but this? We'll see death soon enough. Everyone does, and there's no back door out of hell. So where is the love you're so famous for, Lord? What happened to your promise to David? Take a good look at your servant, dear Lord. I'm the butt of the jokes of all nations, the taunting jokes of your enemies, God, as they dog the steps of your dear anointed. Blessed be God forever and always. Yes, oh yes. Wow, thanks. Yeah, I see where certainly some... Uh Syntax, I guess, was updated a little bit. Some vocabulary a so little let's, bit. Let's just con- let's try not to take too long about this, but let's just remember, this is a paraphrase, which there's a difference when we're dealing with a paraphrase. It's a paraphrase. It's a single author translation that he admits is a paraphrase. He's not actually trying to give us a word-for-word translation. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these words are not the ones that are in the Hebrew, right. and and Peterson would, would just readily admit that. What yes. he is trying to do is... Here's what they were saying. Here's what Ethan was writing. And and while it may be archaic, he's going to try to put it in a little bit modern. He says, look, you know, as odd... We, we Give read you the it. sense of yeah, it. Yeah, we're reading this, and it's like, oh, man, that sounds... That sounds shocking. He, he wants us to understand, yeah, that's exactly how shocking it would have sounded to the Hebrews for them to read Yeah, what, what, what they got. And yeah. so, just very interesting. I thought I'd... Just thought I'd go out on a limb and just see see what that was like, because I really appreciated at least that concept of people aren't praying the Psalms today. Maybe if we updated the verbiage, paraphrased it with some modern language, it might prompt some people, yeah, you know, those are the kind of things I think I might say to God in prayer. Well, I appreciated, too, that he made a translation choice there to go ahead and settle on Egypt. He did. I picked as, up on as, that as, also. Instead of Rahab and kind of keeping it a little ambiguous there, he, he yeah. came down on the side of Egypt. Yeah, he did. 
Yeah. He absolutely did. And uh, some really interesting pictures here as he talked about what God has done to the king yeah. of Israel. And I think it kind of drives home how shocking it is. And I think seeing that third section in that more modern take helps us appreciate how shocking it is that despite God's promises for covenant with David mm-hmm. and his descendants to see some things that happened at times, it really did look like, okay, God's not keeping his promise. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, or even being loving. Where is your loving kindness? Where is your loving uh, kindness? Was the ask, and and so we've been looking at this psalm, kind of kind of in light of that question this week of the problem of evil. How is it that uh, bad things happen to good people, or bad things happen to God's people? And we've said, well, this psalm certainly shows us that it's not because of a lack of strength. God is truly mighty. And it's not because of a lack of holiness. God is holy. Uh, Truth and justice are the foundations of his throne. Mm -hmm. Uh, And yet still bad things are happening. So is it that God doesn't care? Is it that he doesn't love? Is that why there's bad things happening? I think that's one of the options that people would bring up. We've already pointed out that Ethan believes God is strong enough. Yes. Ethan believes God is holy enough. Yes. And so maybe the issue is he just doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the issue, that he doesn't love Israel. He doesn't love David, and that's the problem. And yet we go back to that very same verse that we went to yesterday in verse 14, and here's how Peterson wrote it. The right and justice are the roots of your rule. Or when I read from the ESV, righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Mm-hmm. And then it is love and truth are its fruits. Or again, the ESV, steadfast love and faithfulness go before you. Here's the thing to understand. This this word here, steadfast love, that's the same word for steadfast love or mercy or yeah. loyal love in Exodus 34 and verse 6, when it says, The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love mm-hmm. and faithfulness. So we've got the exact same word. That's that chesed word. Yep. All right. Here it is. It's actually found seven times in this psalm. The very first word in this psalm in Hebrew is chesed. In other words... Singing of the mercies. Yes. It starts with the mercies. Yeah, it actually starts with it, mm-hmm. and it. And the form of it is of the love or of the mercies. Of the mercies. Okay, but it is that word. And mm-hmm. again, Hebrew being somewhat inflected language, right. you can you can mess with the order of the words yes. and it'll still say the same thing. It would yes. be really hard for us to put love as the first word of this in English. In English, we but, don't do but it that's that the way. way it is in Hebrew. It is love. Mm-hmm. Love. That's what I'm going to sing of. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, in fact... Your love, right? Yeah. <laughs> maybe let me go back. Uh, your love, God, is my song, and I'll sing it. That's how that was Peterson. That's how Peterson did it, and that, that's about as good as you can get to get yeah. that first. Yeah, saying love—that's what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about love, but I've got a problem. Ethan is asking, "Where's the love? Where's this love that we've heard so much about?" I I did like the way Peterson brought that up. I, I even even though it's not the exact translation that that statement where he said, "Where's this love we've heard so much about?" Yeah, I, I kind of because that drives that, that home his point. Captured it, didn't that, it? That captures the point. Where yeah, is this was, love? I like that. But, but, that's the point of the confusion. Mm-hmm. I know you're a loving God. Mm-hmm. He says it six times. This is this is your love. This is how amazing your love is. This is, uh, I. so the way Peterson interpreted it was as if the fruit is love. When I look at the ESV and it says that uh, love and faithfulness go before you, mm-hmm. I guess I can see that as being fruit, but in, in my mind, that almost is a picture of like a forerunner. It's right. love and faithfulness are your forerunner, you know, kind of the John the Baptist 
of yeah, God. Here's love and faithfulness is just exuding and comes out in front of him. Whereas when you say fruit, that seems like something that he bears that's behind him. That's behind him, yeah. yeah. In effect. So that's the picture. Anyway, here's the point I want to make. Look, I get it. Sometimes it's confusing. Bad things happen. Sometimes they even happen to good people. And what confuses us is that God is strong enough, he is holy enough, and he does love enough. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the problems, and I know we're about to run out of time, so we're going to talk more about this tomorrow and maybe the next day, but I think that's one of the problems. What so many people want to do is soften the edges on this. Mm -hmm. Well, let's make it not confusing. You know what? Here's how we can make it not confusing. We can say he's not strong enough. Let's make it not confusing. We can say he's not good enough. He's not holy enough. Let's make it not confusing. We can say, well, he just doesn't love us enough. But but the reason why Ethan is struggling is he be, because he knows, no, God is strong enough. Right. He is holy enough, mm-hmm. and he is loving enough. Amen. And therefore, I don't get it. I don't understand what's going on, but I'm going to sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, uh, that's, that's what we got to recognize. I'm so glad that we've been together today for Text Talk. Knowing that our God is strong, He is holy, and yes, He loves. Uh, send us an email with your feedback, what you're learning from reading the Psalms. Text talk at ChristiansMeetHere.org. Text talk at ChristiansMeetHere.org. Let's pray. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for your love. You love greatly and you love first. As we have been reading this psalm, we've seen, Father, the the wonderful blessings intended for your anointed and for his descendants. We know, Father, that even we who are children by faith are sometimes confused and troubled at the hardships we face, thinking, Lord, where are you and, and, and when will you intervene? And I pray, God, that for any who are facing those kinds of tough circumstances today, that they might be encouraged, that we all might be encouraged to remember your love has not shaken, your love has not left us, you love us so much, and that we get to walk in that love and light today. We thank you for it. Thank you for Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne. Sure feels like that that love isn't here anymore. I'm not feeling that love. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Drink water. Sorry, but you're not feeling the love, are you? I'm not feeling the love right now. Am I boring you? No. Is this is this psalm interminable? That's nothing. Has nothing to do with you. Hundred percent. I'm so glad that we have been together today for. <laughs> Got you on that one. <laughs> <clears throat>